All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Controlled Chaos. Here again is the entire crew, Chandler to my left, Clay to my right, and on the very far side, Ryan King. Hi. Why, why wasn't my whole name? What up? <laughs> Anyways, let's go back over the meet we just did, SummerSlam. So far, it was our biggest one to date. Over 400 spectators, 108. 106. 106. 106. Ryan, you were one of them. I was. So how did you do? Oh, I mean, I, I didn't know if you wanted to go about, like, <laughs> the full meat setup, tear down process, or just we're just going right to the the meat of the meat and potatoes. I mean, just the just talk. Just oh, I mean, so like I did well. Uh, was it seven for nine? Mm-hmm. I really should be more confident about that. Seven for nine. Seven for nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, three for three on squats. Two for three on bench. Missed the first one that jumped the command, and then two for three on deads. And I just couldn't get the my third attempt up. But it was good. Numbers wise. Uh, like you want every attempt number or just like the, the biggest you're literally the ones that yeah. matter okay so I mean squats are really the only one that really matter the most I mean all like all, all of his no, no, no. Like, he had a premonition like a dream oh uh, well, yeah so like that's yeah. the one that matters yeah so like squat we hit 402 uh I had a dream the Monday leading up to it and it was like I had said to Shaw in the that he was a reach <laughs> I'm sorry that took me out uh, I had like said to Sean the Tuesday leading up to it I was like hey like I had this dream it was the third attempt I came out and it was like 402 on the bar I've never hit that like the most I had hit in training it was like the two it was a 386 that Clay peer pressured you into yeah but it was like how far out it was like three weeks out technically two and a half well yeah it was, it was your last was my- heavy squat well, it wasn't supposed to be my last heavy squat. That's why I was like, well, it was. It was next exactly. week was supposed to be the, the last squat. Balls dropped that day. Um, And we hit it like 386. And it was like, it was RP 11. Like it, it, it moved very slow. And uh, so I had that dream and I just like fucking joked around. I was like, yeah, Sean, I had this dream. You know, maybe it, maybe it happens. And then I uh, came off from the second squat. And every time I, like, get on the platform, I don't remember shit. I just black out. I think it's pretty normal, to be honest. Like, I, I don't remember the weight on my back, how it felt. And Sean was at the table, and I just walked up, and I was like, fuck it, send it. I don't know what I just hit. I don't know how far we are. Just do it. Yeah, he says send it and walks off like he's a goddamn action hero. But I'm just, yeah. I'm like... Which, like, I don't do... I mean, like, he smoked the first two, so... Like, I don't do that. Like... I'm very, oh, we all program me with this. Oh, that's pretty heavy. Hey, how about we maybe go a little bit lighter if I feel like shit one day? But I've never had, like, a moment where I've, like, called the shot, like, I am going to do that. So hit that. Biggest bench was 112 and a half, so 248. And then deadlift was uh, another PR, 429 for my second attempt. So it was good. And then place, there was, like, eight seven or eight people in my weight class my only second my like the only meet wow i just had a stroke it's my second meet ever uh within a year of training so like i think i placed seven you placed number one in our heart 
in totality of the meet, I placed 69, so that was pretty cool. Um, we like that number. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, no, I was super happy. Not on program anymore. I feel so out of it. I've just been playing with, like, the specialty bars and just trying to have fun, and it feels so weird being off program after essentially 31 weeks of being on program, so I don't love it. Looking to do January next? Yeah, January 6th, which, sneak peek, it's going to be called Capital City Classic here at the Chaos Lab. Yeah. Clay, how how would you say the meet went on your end? I mean, you're on a completely different side than us running it or competing in it. You're always everywhere. That meet was mentally and physically exhausting because I was sick with a sinus infection for like I think like the week before and then no it was like that the week of that meet I was sick it felt like I had no we can't say it I had the C it's, it felt worse than when I had the C the actual C word yeah it felt I never got it you still came in and trained that week though I, yeah um, you, did, you did not slow down I I couldn't <laughs> This is like I'm in mid on has so I mean, eleven weeks out, baby. Yeah, just bound. But you know, so honestly, battling with that, and then I honestly I wasn't even checking my weight. It's not so I checked my weight like that Monday, bro. That week up, I lost like six pounds that week because again, just like running around and I wasn't sleeping because I mean I was just still like working and then still doing um. Uh, real estate photography and stuff like every day and shit so I had like no time to rest and I was just I didn't go to the doctor I was just getting like whatever off the counter meds I could get that I could think would work and stuff and that was it would work but then like I would run out and like I need to get more but I'll have time to get more so but yeah and then after so, but battle through that um, media wise did very, we did very well um but then after we finished doing like packages and stuff I kind of just I think like after that meet, I've still kind of just been like mentally just fried from just doing any kind of um, content or just anything editing wise because it's just I got the kind of just like burnt out and then I was just like drained and like I didn't even do a recap for SummerSlam. I still want to and I still plan on doing it just to fucking do it, but like I had that. Yeah, man, we like a week out from our next meet. It don't matter. I'm say yeah. I'm still dropping. It's still gonna be flame. So it really doesn't matter. I'm gonna say I mean during that like you're yeah. you're training. We're all training. Brian's competing. Clay's doing all of that between the last meet he just covered. But it's also meet, and then this also the because, podcast in the middle. Yeah. Like, yeah. After day one, we did the podcast that night. Yeah, I want to apologize for all the coughing and the pinnacle health. Uh, the pinnacle health podcast. I was I was fighting for my life that day. <laughs> And then hell, it was Chandler's birthday weekend. Also, yeah. who's, yeah. also who's fucking? Oh uh, yeah, and whose fucking idea was to do that podcast episode? Me. That was your idea, yeah. Yeah, I made it happen, but it was your idea. Yeah. But I guess it, I haven't really done anything content-wise because I kind of get through that phase where it's just like if I really don't feel like doing something, I'm not gonna force myself to do it because then I'm gonna half-ass it and it's not gonna be good and I'm gonna hate it. So. I'm kind of getting out of that phase now to where I'm finding that spark and to where I'm like, okay, 
I'm like, I fi- well, because I finally feel better. I'm not sick anymore. <laughs> and I don't hurt as much as I did for the last like couple weeks with shit. So coming back to that next week. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy life here. Just all the different things that we have going on in front of and behind the scenes. And I mean, like I said, going to Chandler's birthday, that meet, the podcast and everything. Now it's Chandler's turn to compete next week. Yeah. Yeah. So we right back at it. Like, Oh my mm-hmm. fuck! It eight, is eight days out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next next Saturday. Cool. Eight. Yeah. What's your expectations with it? I plan to go dummy next Saturday. To be honest, fuck some shit up. Yeah. Um, training's been going really really well. Um, last three weeks I've hit PRs on squat and deadlift consecutively, like every single week. Um, so sky's the limit. To be honest, plan to. I really would like to PR on squat um, and deadlift, but you know we'll see how the uh, how it shakes out on meet day. Do you got a number in mind? Uh, squat. Try to go for five hundred. Five hundred. I'm coming for that ass. Um, bench. It, anything three plus will be uh, you know much appreciated. And hit three hundred three. Your last meet. I hit two ninety seven uh, as a conservative third on my last meet because. Uh, Last meet, we were competing for USPA, and the goal was to go to USPA Nats. Um, that was before they all fell oh, apart. And so 297, um, in terms of my bench, secured me enough of uh, you know numbers that I could hit a, a pretty confident deadlift on my second and secure my, my total to go to Nats for USPA. And then third was a, was a PR in October. Um, so again, just trying to beat my my numbers from from last meet. The way that things are trending, I will definitely do that, and uh, you know, I just gotta have fun and see where see where we land. So, so yeah, now he's in WRPF with me, and that structure it's a little bit different uh, with the qualifying totals and everything. So yeah, hopefully next year we're looking at more national and regional competitions just because of has schedule lined up. Honestly, there's only one more meet in Virginia, and that's in November. So. Only one more opportunity, yeah. really. WRPF is, you know, we're, everything is still shaking out. Um, but you're also getting ref now, too. Yeah, I just got uh, certified as a state ref or <laughs> level one ref, if I want to get the term correct. Um, did that with uh, Travis Papa Bear Rogers up at his uh, gym, the the Bear Cave up in Maryland. So that was a pretty cool experience. A couple weeks ago, got to uh, again hit one of, hit one of those uh, you know big deadlifts up with him and his crew. Um, got to see, uh, Zach Myers hit his, uh, world record deadlift and total at the 308 weight class. So that was a pretty crazy meet. That's breaking Larry wheels record. Yeah. Again. So, um, a lot of big things for WRPF, you know, just every month it feels like, you know, getting more established, bigger meets are coming. Um, you know, American Pro 2 will be coming up here pretty shortly. Yeah, we're going to be helping out with that, sending our combos and monolith up there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, trying to get uh, Chaos's name and WRPF as big as humanly possible with, uh, you know, this new federation. So, it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be our first one, like, solo actually hosting one. And we run shit. I mean, yeah. Mr. Meet Director over on my right. I mean, I'm not really nervous about it, per se, because we've done everything before. At this point, it's yeah. number 10. Yeah, we've 
this something like that. I, think, I mean, yeah, I think in terms of uh, running meets, we got that in got that in the bag. It's either nine or ten. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's just we've done everything. We've been behind the scenes. We've competed. We've done all the work that needs to be put in. We have all the equipment. I mean, at this point, it's just kind of doing the point and click. This is the most behind the scenes we've been though. Like we've never done anything with lifting cast before, aside from like watching Saber when he's setting it up with USAPL. We've never been behind the table in that sense. Like we tested it out earlier this I, week. I have. See, so yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Mr. I'm, I'm, level. I'm, I'm right level. I'm, I'm a rough man. I'm with Saber. And, what I'm yeah. saying is, like, in the setting up process, like we tested it this week, and honestly, just playing with it, it's so easy. I was so nervous for it. Like, no, lifting cast. They, they've done a pretty sick. good job of making it, making it pretty easy. There are definitely a couple of uh, bugaboos here and there that. Um, you know, I know that not everybody loves, but for us running the show, like it'll be plenty, plenty simple. Yeah, I think for us to run things, I think the best part about it is that we're running it and we don't have to do it like anybody else a certain way. Yeah, that's I mean, true. We don't know how to answer to anybody. Yeah. It is entirely our show. Yeah. Again, it's no longer somebody talking about how they want to do it. It's just they don't get to kick people out. It if just, they don't like something, yeah, we get to do it. It is our building entirely. You just from my like my experience from just going to USBA and WRPF meets. Those meets are those shits are exhausting. They are long as hell, and just by I think just based off of just how they're ran and how you know they're set up, and it's just to be honest, I I mean yeah. it's it's people. It's not I, really like it's, them as federation. I imagine run them, but so this meet will be the longest meet we have held to date. You think Just so? Just because, again, that's the first time that we're doing it. It is yes. Everyone else who has come in has held meets before. This is the first, like, not that it's going to be like <laughs> ten hours long, but like there will be hiccups that we have never encountered and had to deal with. I will say though, I mean, with that having wall has here, yeah, we, we'll be fine. Yeah, we, we also just will not have to deal with like loading up a trailer yep. to get the equipment out of here. So like, yep. you know, it's just on Saturday. So like, whatever time you know, like lifting is done, we can really just like close shop and yep. then come back, you know, on Sunday and that's put everything back yep. the way that it needs to be. So like, that'll cut down a little bit like the day of to get us out of here a little bit sooner. Yeah. And then we can just take, you know, a full day for us to recover, you know, in terms of like our space here. Yeah. Like, I think that'll be, uh, you know, a, a point in our uh, direction. So, yeah, I would anticipate to run normal schedule. I mean, the the most I would anticipate is the fact that we would be going through awards slower than Sabre does. Sabre has that thing down efficiently. I mean, well, I think it's also just. The amount of awards too. Yeah, because it's just the different federations with the whole um, subcategories. Yeah, yeah a lot. God damn, bro. That's what I'm saying. That that I mean, will be the longest part. With lifting, lifting as take, you can you can you know organize out of awards though. Organize the lifters and stuff. Like it, yeah. it'd be pretty easy to. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the easy part. Yeah, it's it? actually handing them out though. Cause... Full power bench only, deadlift only, push pull, push pull. Yeah, I think. God. We junior submasters open masters estimated. Team. I think we have Stay some ninety record. medals we are giving out. National so record, world record. We don't have to give out any of those kind of like awards or anything. Um, fourth attempt with national records, they're still not being set yet. There is no fourth attempt. We 
we it's one of yeah. the best rules yeah. actually yeah. is stricken out. Uh-huh. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- WRPF, you have to sanction the meet to set records higher than like yeah. state records. So w- we're not gonna we're not gonna have anything crazy going. W- WRPF, I love you. In theory, there could be a fourth lift if for some reason somebody challenges a call, right. they get a relift, but not like a true, oh, they want to take another lift because they hit their third one and they want to go up. Yeah, no. That's so like that is the beauty of it. There is none of that. I I am one person that says that I don't think that, sh- that should never be allowed in just a local meet. I agree. A fourth, a fourth attempt or, you know what I mean? We had talked about it. I don't think in, in general, I don't think any... I level don't, no, I don't. I don't. Well, no, I, yeah. yeah, I'm saying in general. I you're think you're on your third, right? Yeah, no, yeah, so, no, yeah, yeah. So, for instance, um, the American Pro when they actually ended the meet, Micah ended the meet, and then he actually brought Dan Griggs out again to attempt yeah. an even higher world record, just unofficially. I could see something being done where you could be like, you know what, you hit the world record or you tied it on your third because that's all you could really pull at that time. Yeah. If we really want to do something unsanctioned wise, you come back out and you hit something crazy, then sure. Or even Nabil, he um he bombed out of the meet in Chicago, I think it was, and he went back to the warm up room, pulled that shit for two. Because it was just like, well, the meet done before I even got to do my deadlifts. I trained my whole prep for deadlifts, so I'm gonna hit break that shit in the warm up room. It's like, no, I do agree. I wouldn't yeah. mind. I do agree though that. Since it's since it's something that is allowed, I definitely think that you know, if it's allowed, that it should only be at like a nat a national level meet, like doing a fourth attempt or some shit at a local meet. That should that's stupid, and then I was it just shouldn't count. It shouldn't it should not be a thing. Well, so it doesn't count uh, for the USBA. The fourth attempts don't count towards your total or anything. It literally just goes down as a record. Like it wouldn't even yeah third so like it really is the most pointless system. right yeah. so then when they fail it it's like you damn you really just wasted our time yeah you wasted yeah there was you had to put three minutes back on the clock mm-hmm. for them to rest you wasted and then they have to attempt it which they had a full minute to do that man you're a dickhead if you do a fourth attempt I was gonna say we had <laughs> I've had athletes do it but like <laughs> no but like I abide by the rules we have had how many happen when we had them here and I think we've only ever seen like, like under ten. But like there was only like one or two that were actually successful fourth attempts. I think we'll also Gail got his, so his one. But that's what I'm saying is like there was only like one or two that actually were successful fourth attempts, and it's like otherwise, okay, we just put on X amount of time on these meets. We're all tired. We want to go home, and it's like we're just. I'm sorry. We have we have we have another attempt. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, that was the worst part when there would be somebody and would like. Energy super high. It's like, oh, it's the last lifter of the day. Oh, folks, we ain't done yet. And then it like happens, and it's quite. It's like, oh, actually, this guy's gonna go again. And it's like, so it's really not a, a common thing on squats. It's not a common thing. No, it's, on it's, like, I mean, sometimes on bench, but like, really, it was the deadlifts. And when you're really trying to end this meet. You're like, oh, that was the last one. But then you realize that the first three guys who came up who were 148 pounds. Just yeah, a little yeah. 13 random old example. 10 years or something. Um, yeah, they, they want to pull a fourth Tim, just it's like... It's never ending. Man, Sean, would, Sean really hates his lower weight classes. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Did y'all ever, <laughs> did y'all ever hear that, uh, like that WrestleMania prank call? Like, the dude just keeps going on. Oh, the John Cena award? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Cena. Yeah. That's why you get tickets to go see WrestleMania. Dan, 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 dan. And then she just keeps going. He pisses her off. Yeah. He goes on for like 
five like five or ten minutes of shit. That shit is so that's funny. That's literally that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then he calls her back. I've never done a fourth attempt, actually. Just not thinking about it. I Sean, you. Sean, please do not ever Thank add you so much. fourth attempt. Well, no, just please, please, please have please have my third attempt be my last one. Because my third attempt have always been the state records or yeah. Second or third attempts. <laughs> so like I've never done one myself. I don't need a fourth bitch. Hey, my record still standing. I, I beg, please don't please don't have me do a fourth attempt. Listen, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go right into that shit. State records don't fucking matter. That's kind of cool. No, they, they don't cool. fucking matter. I know that you have one that still stands, but like, if I had one, I'd I'd probably like. There's a guy who doesn't I, have. I probably I probably post that shit anywhere. Like for what? What do you mean? What does it mean? Do you, you beat someone it? ten years ago? So do you mean it in the sense of like, oh, I beat this state record, and then I beat it again, and then people who were like, no, there's in general. Like I I currently hold a state record that's been there for three years now. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, there is someone in a different federation, maybe younger, yeah. heavier, or lighter, and they have that record. No, it's not a national record, so it doesn't matter. That's Even fine. national records between federations almost don't matter because in 181 in one federation versus another, I, you're going to make like like this is more time. an argument again about like having too many federations. No, that's what I was about to talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. you can like kind of yeah. get. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. too, it's like the base of it. But like, yes, too many federations. No, no but like, but... you know, like the, like you're basically arguing that you are not being compared against somebody in a different federation. Yeah. So like it shouldn't matter because somebody else who competes somewhere else could have or have broken your record. And so like, to be fair, like, so we are for whoever you know, wherever your record stands, you are the strongest motherfucker in that federation. Like that's in yeah. in Virginia. Like that's kind of cool. And we have, so we have an example to your state too. Real quick. Need, so we all been to college, right? Yep. Yeah. You ever seen the kids that come from high school and they're like, "Oh, I want a state championship." Who fucking cares? That's a state record. Aren't you that kid as well? No, I've never won a state championship. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I don't care. <laughs> I have a state record though, so it doesn't matter. Well. It's the same thing. It does. No one cares about it. Is, okay. <laughs> I will. I guess I'll say. Did is you go to states or something? Yeah, we went to state. Oh, well, that's it. It's a. It's. Oh yeah. I we, feel like that's. I feel like that's different because because. I mean, it was. Uh, oh shit! It was. I remember we had an argument about. Uh, would you rather uh, like lose by one point in the state out. championship or get blown out? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a pretty big argument. Oh yeah, I mean, what was your side again? Just to make sure I don't like. Are you were blown out? I rather get. I rather get blown out. We lost twenty five to zero in a state championship. That's not like obscene. We were talking about like getting just forty five points. No, I know. I know. absolutely demolished or losing by one point. Yeah, I rather yeah. get blown out. I'd rather lose no, by one. I would rather lose. Yeah, I rather get blown out. Because it's like, why would I even? Why would they even dare? Like, yeah. yeah, like you didn't really deserve to be there. You got there by luck, and then the team that deserved to be there whooped your ass. Like, yeah, that, yeah. you lose by one. That was a game the that entire just, time. That, that just like I gave it my all, and talked about I, it. Like, and like the, 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 the coin flip just landed on them. That, like that's exactly what it is. You you losing one by one point, bro. No matter what, losing by one point, you're you're always gonna be mad. You every time you think about that shit, you're always gonna be mad about you. It's gonna be sad about it. that shit's gonna hurt. 
It, yeah. You go, you go relive that moment that happened in that last minute. Are you really trying to tell me that, that like the next, no, the I'm next saying, week after you get blown the fuck out of the state championship, that, that you gotta really walk that. around? No, but I'm saying, it's no, no, it's a, no, it's embarrassing. But at, to me, that's more so. Uh, it uh, is what it is, kind of shit, because it's like when you think about it, getting blown out, shit just wasn't clicking. Offense wasn't we clicking. Thought we, were gonna be even, even, we thought we were gonna be the team of Bradford. High school, no right, and all of a sudden we go we go to that state championship game, we get blown the fuck out. You know what happened? No, yeah, that shit. No, that's no. I'm not, I'm not denying. Did that. not like, deserve shit, to be there. Then. No, that shit's embarrassing. But I'm saying it is more so. Uh, shit, like you lose like that shit. Literally, shit just wasn't clicking. Your offense wasn't clicking. Defense wasn't clicking. Yeah, regardless. but what is your look at it like that? They're yeah. just gonna look but at the scoreboard and go. I'm saying you got your five zero. Oh, you guys shouldn't have been. If we lost twenty four to twenty five. They're gonna be like, damn. That team was solid. That was one of the greatest games we saw. Good, you know what? Good job, son. You're going to get one of those. Dog showed up. Scout, scouts looking at you after you get blown out are going to look the other way. You know, he's sorry as hell. He didn't help his team at all. You're telling me that nothing went right and he's still good? No. I mean, the scout came out there and you did something. For that game that made the scuffling come out. Then he's gonna change his mind too. That's what I'm saying. Like if you can catch no passes, no yards, no tutties, you can see it in his head changing. He plays in here. Okay, no, no, but that uh, but scout but scout should gone. Scout's more scout's more individual shit. You can still have a you still have a you can still have a good game and get blown out. If you score zero Indiv- points indiv- individually in okay. basketball, yes. Depending, depending on in basketball, yes. Depending on your posi- depending on your position, non football. See, okay, say if you had a lockdown corner, that lockdown corner, he he shut. Say say just the thing, thing in the scenario, thing in the scenario. You know that lockdown corner does. Say just, game? let me just let me give you this scenario. Okay, let me just say this. Hypothetically speaking, say this this lockdown corner, best receiver on that team straps this shit the entire game. Still, but the, his team still gets blown out. You think this guy was literally going to look the other way after that just still? Yeah, because you know what a good coach does? He rotates that corner. He rotates that corner to everyone else that's scoring. But what if the game plan is to literally just no matter what, let everybody else be in. Let everybody else be this except for that guy. Well, that's if you, if you were on exact circumstance, if you were on their best star player is on lockdown defense, yeah, so I'm just you I'm have saying, a point. But I'm just saying individually. I'm just saying in indiv- every other situation. I'm, indi- but I'm just saying individually. Individually, you can have a good you can have a good performance in your team. Maybe again, maybe as a defensive player, as an offensive player, if your team is getting blown out, that means you're not scoring. So uh, offense, you're not playing. You're not doing shit. So no, you're a defensive player. No, because yeah. maybe individually, you could potentially still. But you do can say okay. that your blocking was great the entire game, no sacks allowed, but your t- your quarterback couldn't throw touchdowns. Your team sucks. You suck. Yeah. But if you're in the state championship, your quarterback doesn't suck that bad. Like, I'm talking about from a scout. I'm talking from again. I'm talking from a scout's perspective. The scout all relates to the scout, state record. The scout's more so just looking yeah, at that. The scout's more so just looking at that one play. As, as a college oh, athlete, when someone came onto the team, that little hairy high school player, no one gave a shit about your high school championship. No one cared about that scout that almost took you D one. See, I will. That say is a state record. No, no, no. no. about that I, small shit. That's. I feel like it's not the same though because. The only the only way that that those two equate is if you are now taking your state record around and being like I don't oh, yeah. I don't really compete anymore but I still have this state record. If that like if you if you, if you if you went yeah. from like you know like football no, to like people who are still playing people who are still playing would do that. 
But yeah, so like you're you're, you're, do that. you're basing your worth based like that, on something. He he's, he got on the he got on your team because he went to state because he went to states and won. Not necessarily. But the other thing though, a state record yeah. doesn't change until somebody beats it. Where like a state championship, it's every year. It's very different. Like yeah, every year there is a state cha- championship for every season. So like so again, every competition there could be a new state record. Yeah, it just yeah. so happens. But that, like again, eventually it gets to a point. Where in that weight class, it is at a number that is difficult to attain, where it's like you still have to be able to beat that. It's not like every single year somebody's beating it. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't have that record still if somebody so kept beating it. That's why okay, so all-time world records are the most important ones. Well, yeah, obviously. That's the Olympics. That That is like, oh, I got gold. No, but no, no, that's across all federations. But No, but listen, listen. Drug so tested, like, untested. If I, let's just say next weekend I were to beat whatever your number for state record is, you would look at me and say, you're kind of strong. Like, you're, that's not, that's not bad. Like, you're not going to look at me and be like, doesn't fucking matter, idiot. Like, like, well, I get yeah, like, different. No, but no, like, like regardless of, of our relationship, like, if somebody were to beat that number at our meet, it is an impressive number. Yeah. Like, you're not going to scoff at it. You're, you're okay, like, you're doing well, Keep training, and maybe you can get a national or world. Record. You know what I mean? It like, is a record until broken. So, like, yeah, you've had it for however long. You have beaten your own record at this point. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, to you it doesn't matter, but also technically it, it is a dead federation. Sorry, hate to be that guy. It cooked product. It doesn't matter. But it's that's a state the thing. record. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's like, okay, well, now whenever you compete WRPF. Well, I mean, you're not going to... Their records are reset, so, like, I literally... So, that's the thing, though, is, yeah, eventually, it's going to just keep ticking until it hits that top point where, yeah, that's a number that's hard for people in your weight class to hit. So, like, yeah, at some point, you're going to be chasing that state record, and if you beat it, then somebody's going to be chasing it. But it's not a situation of, like, oh, it's a state championship. Like, yeah, yearly sports happen nobody gives a shit about state championships because every year it's a new team i think this really just goes based off of which federation you look for if i were if i if if i was in wrbf or if i was in usba i would probably feel the exact same way you do because at every meet that we go every meet that we go to uh it's a fucking state record it's a yeah world record it's a national record that's getting broken and it's it's like how the fuck is that a record so you never cared about a usapl state record you guys have them they're obtainable you guys do not ever chase them no one really cares to set them we have people well, in this gym who have multiple and do not give a shit about them i guess it's different but i think at the same time it's like you have to look at it in the terms of like those people Bob, now have bigger goals than that i think they i think they care because to, it doesn't matter but it's like for know, somebody starting out like a state record is a good goal I think they they cared I'd, about it. I'd love to have a state record. They, I think they cared about it in the moment where they're like, "Oh shit, I can get this record." Yeah. Then now it's at the point like, I mean, shit. When we talked about Kareem, Kareem did that shit. What? How many years ago? Uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, when she what? But five she, years ago. Five. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was when she was a junior. So yeah, she doesn't care about that anymore because it's, it's not like she. It's not like she. Okay. Can go, well, I'm it's saying. not like she can. If somebody was to come and beat her shit, then she can, you know, go back and be nineteen again. No, so, and just say, fuck, it, I'm going to go take my record back. No. But also on top of that, she's stronger than what she was then. So it's like, playoff, why she doesn't really care about that. Ryan, I think it matters the level of where you're setting your goals. Like, so for myself, yeah. come to less at the table again. Like, 
we're very like we're highly competitive i don't look at state or national records to an extent because like the ultimate goal is to one day get an all-time world record now if it's something that's completely unreachable like for instance uh shit i think the all-time world record is zach's bench at like 640 or some shit yeah i don't know if i'm benching 640 uh drug tested so like a little bit un you know a little unrealistic at the point but like what's the next one down maybe it's like 550 that's something to chase it's the highest level so i'm chasing that i don't care about somebody who had like right now i think i have what a four, 452 bench like that's, yeah there's other people who probably in this one who was uh was a deuce Gruden or someone else had a 507 bench in the state in the corporation for from fred Brady. Twos or eighty threes, yeah. Deuce does. Well, I'm just saying, like four eighteen bench. The number is just higher at the higher levels, so I'm only chasing those ones. Right. Who cares if I'm the biggest and best in my state? There's fifty fucking states. Like I care about yeah, the one national. I like, care about yeah, the one. You're not. You're not getting. Record. You're not getting to the. You're not so getting a world record unless you set a state record first. Right. No, you can just jump it. You don't have to help me. Uh, Chandler, uh, you are probably not going to just show up at a competition having no, 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 never no, no, no. hit a I'm record saying before. If your eyesight is set on those records, the other ones don't really matter. I didn't come into the sport looking to set state records. It was a last minute thing that someone told me like, oh, you can set that. I'm like, well, why the hell not? I already had the one before. So back in October, I was like, shit, let me add 20 more pounds to it. Right. Ultimately, I'm still going for that world and national record because, like, that is across the board highly competitive. Right. And then eventually, if I do have to unfortunately go untested in order to reach those even higher goals, then so be it. That's just elevating to the next level. Yeah. My goal site is always on the highest competition. That's why I don't care about my squad. I don't care about my deadlifts. I don't care about my bench because right now it's not satisfactory enough. I feel like everyone has that, like, stages to their goals where they have to find ways to elevate it. Like, it's cool if you hit rep PR, you're the best in fucking gym. Who cares? Best in the gym, I will agree with. But for me, I guess the difference is the fact that for our weight class, I am not competitive nationally. And so if I can continue to hit PRs myself, and that so happens to also then be a state record, I'm going to care about it. And if I can continue to beat those and then get to, you know, national world record status, then... But what is the end goal? The end goal... You just said if it just so happens you get to it. But what was the end goal? To be... My my end goal is to beat myself, like... But it's going to be like, what? A nationally, like... But that's what I mean is, like, at, at this point, like, the only way for me to get better is for me to compete against myself because... If me and you are in the same weight class, I'm not competing against you. Like you are, you are a little stronger than I am. And so, if I can continue on this path of I beat myself up until the point where I am now also beating you, then that's how I'm gonna. That's how I. Ha that's how I have to look at it. This levels to this shit. Because, like in the middle of this table here, we got a little bit more uh, experienced lifters, yeah. whereas me and Ryan like don't necessarily have the competitive numbers and totals yeah. like no i thought what's what i'm saying it's like where you're setting your goals from that point wherever you have your point of entry whether it's you know brand new or lifting for years it's like i mean yeah like where, actually like i want to get to the top level but i'm not going to get there unless i can continue to beat my previous number well yeah. again that's fine i'm just saying that the state record doesn't matter on the way to it 
Because what does that do? What does that do for you on your way to it? Um, it shows it, sho- it, sho- it shows that I, I have attained I have attained Super Saiyan one, and I am approaching yeah. Super Saiyan two. That's what it. That's what it means. I think it is. You're looking at it as people who just hold state records, essentially as the oh, like back in their ultimate trophies. Yes. Yes. But it's like no, I get it. It shouldn't be the that is the ultimate goal. It should be I want to be the best that there is, and that uh, that's a good way to look at things. But again, like you still have to acknowledge that when you hit that record, it is very different than a high school football state championship. Because again, every year it happens. Every year there's fucking 50 kids going around. I'm state champ. Nobody gives a shit. Sorry. It's cool. But again, there are also next year, there's another 5A. I think, think out of all the USBA and WRPF meets that we watch, we watch a ton because we do research on shit. We just watch meets all the time. How many times do you hear state record or 10? No, it blows the fuck out. It isn't so all of them. Yeah, all but, the time. Yeah, but like it, that's it because, happens all the time. No one should care about that shit. No, but like that is, but that and was, also based on the subcategory. Yeah, that's, yes. like, that's why I get to maybe you. Maybe your real, you know, ick is with the subcategories yeah. in each of these federations, not the state records. Right. Yeah, no, it's, but that's why. That's why records too. But that's why I. That's why I said to you that again it is because it is that no matter what, we're going to hear that shit at least. Forty fucking times at every meet, at every WRB of an every USBA meet. I mean, so that's yeah, why the teen ones, the teen ones kill me. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I I mean, yeah, but I, shit, it's like. I mean, so but I think I mean it's for a category that, for a subdivision. But that's the thing, though. I think same thing. No, I think. I mean, yeah, but I think teens is a very different category because yeah. the way you have to look at it is they are very young kids in just every sense of the form where it's like they haven't been lifting long. They haven't been alive long. John basically. So to compare a team with people in open is, it's a little bit out of reach because it's like, would that be fair for you to compare? Tell them to get strong. Tell them little kids to get stronger then. (laughs) 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 I think having teens is is not a bad thing because, again, it's like you have these freak of nature kids now. I'm not talking about the category teens. I think it's fine. Okay, then I don't know what the fuck just happened. No, yeah, you whispered something. But, and I missed everything, and I was just like, okay. "I think, I think the way you see it is literally just like that." Because again, it's based off of which federation you're in, to where yeah, that shit doesn't you do to where you find that shit matters. But I think for me, for me and Ryan, and I guess for Ryan, I think I guess Chandler too. In a way, just based off of seeing like USAPL and what those records hold and that they don't really get, they don't necessarily get broken as often. But I also get what you're saying as far as like why a state record doesn't really matter because. I'm say if it. No, I get, and that's really why. Broken, why aren't you guys chasing them harder? So like, here's my thing. You have been doing this for six so, plus years. Why have you never gone for a state record? Because I'm not that strong enough for a state record. But that's the thing. So Sean, here's not. the thing. <laughs> like where Clay and I You've never talked about wanting a state record. This one because I'm, I'm not close to getting yeah. a state record, Sean. So that's the thing, Sean. Like, so let's look at it this way. So with Clay and I and USP or USAPL, the records are so high. When I came to your meet in October, there was a guy in my No, he was in eighty two. So at that time he was like four pounds under me. And he set a state record with I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like red yellow and i'm like i warm up with that shit for like five or six and then i move on to my next weight so like i watched that and i'm like how is that a state record i literally looked at i was sitting next to ashley and i looked at her and i was like so you're telling me if 
I just went, spit four pounds. That, I mean, that's kind of fucking crazy. But like, if I just spit a bunch or cut weight for this meet and then showed up, I can do an RP5 and I can get a state record. Like, that was a joke. In certain federations, yeah. It's but that's really that. That's just because they're, so they're not a... Did, those records weren't that high yet. Eventually, they will get to a point where that record is technically like an all-time record <laughs> for that, that weight that, that said, has been around for 20-plus years. Yeah, which it's again, been at it's that like, point. why was an it's 82 at, at such a low weight? I don't know. It don't just go based off. Well, because for USPA at the time, like, it's still tested and untested. Yeah. So, like, you know, motherfuckers are more willing to yeah. come in at, like, higher weight classes and then switch over to yeah. untested. Like, smaller weight classes, like, if you look at USAPL, yeah. they're a bunch of smaller dudes. Like, you know, like, it's just, uh, it's a different... yeah competition at that point that's why i just hate but like i just hate how divided this shit is do you it's even so know annoying. what the state records are for usapl for your weight class we just looked we looked at the we just looked it up no particular reason but we just looked it up yeah it's like but i mean it's it's some good numbers but but i, I think like chandler says again you technically are competing with that state record until you beat yourself to get to that point yeah and it's like I'm not going to look at a state record and be like, I want to chase that number. No, I just want to beat myself. And then if eventually I stumble upon that, yeah, that's cool. I hit that. I think I broke it. You know, the the most annoying part about this shit is, is that no matter like, no matter what, with these different federations, it basically creates like, it creates different worlds. For instance, whoever you talk to about powerlifting that's not really into it, you're gonna tell them somebody. You're gonna tell them somebody that is that you think has either a record or some shit. But really, I'm gonna say somebody different because I'm in a different federation that has a record and shit. Mm-hmm. And it just makes the shit so fuck. It just makes everything just so fucking confusing. I remember I had this conversation with Ian a couple of weeks ago. Ian's one of our members here. He's been a member since we first joined, since we first started. Yeah. But part of that flex training system, <laughs> yeah. Ian. But we were talking about um, how we hate like explaining powerlifting to like our friends or like family members that really don't know shit about it because it is just so because it's just you get you start because just you know they start to ask the questions like oh so um wait so why is there like two different why are there like so many different federations you guys explain like why is this many federations and they're like why is this different here why is it it's kind of like taylor i was talking about the 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 lips he's just it's confusing it's so fucking tiring it also really sucks for someone like me who's not necessarily competitive when like they look at me and think like damn like you can lift pretty heavy and it's like comparatively to to y'all you know non-power lifters sure yeah i'm strong But I just had to break it to my girlfriend that I ain't shit. And she was like, nah, like, come on, you're pretty good, right? Like, like you like you do well. And I'm like, I'm probably not even going to place at my meat. Like, <laughs> like shout, out, right? shout, out, shit. Shout, shout out Laurel. She literally makes everybody that she meets, that she encounters with, she literally, like, paints this picture that I, you, you, you think I'm like IPF world champion around this. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. talks about me. And then when I talk to these people, I'm like, thanks, but like, I ain't, I ain't really shit, but thanks. Like, yeah, I appreciate you, but like, <laughs> I, I, I really, I don't really have it like that. I, I honestly don't talk like that around like people. I mean, like, so for instance, um, 
my wife's coworkers, they mm. watch all of my social media and everything. They're like, man, your stuff's impressive. Like, it's just this and that and that much weight. And I'd never be able to move like that. And I'm like, <laughs> shit. meh. You look at them and like, yeah, you can't. Because you're not me. <laughs> you don't have a state record like me. be that competitive <laughs> all the time. That's another reason why I don't I have a, celebrate. I have a state record, but I don't care about it. Here's a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you care, go rip up your certificate right now. I, it's under that desk. I know where it's at. No, it's not. Is it? No. Oh. I've never printed that shit. I don't know where it is. I lost it because I didn't fucking it's a, care. It's a data file. I've never. I took a screenshot of it. That's it. I've never printed it out. It's cute. Wait, it. hold up. Delete the JPEG. I swear to God, you had that shit frame in your old. No, no, I have my USPA coaching certificate frame. Oh no, nah, hold. You did. Fuck up. Uh, you had no, 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 no. no I had my no, no, OGS cert. He, he had the coaching cert framed, and then he had all of his medals. Yeah. Nah, he had. It was never. You had these. It was. It was never the record. I promise you. It was. I don't even have my like trophies from like growing up. Hell no, nah, bro. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a certificate of that state record and. No, you saw my coach practitioner thing for USBA. I'm a certified USPA. I can't even ask coach. Jordan because yeah. already, he's going to be biased. Yeah, school <laughs> Jordan's just doesn't know because yeah, in, in that old office, but it was literally like, I am AFM. I am a personal trainer. And here, look at here. Look at this other coaching co- corner. Here's a, here's all this other. Well, I swear you stuff had that. that uh, like qualified like, to be right the best it was my personal trainer certificate. I, yeah, I was super proud of that shit. No one cared. Yeah. No, no, no. Chandler cared. Chandler I, cared. I cared. Chandler. I care. He was in that office for 20 days on my show. <laughs> I don't know. But no, no. So I showed up going back, that shit going back to it. So like, Taylor Atwood talked about that too with uh, King of the Lifts one time where he was like, Ryan was like, so what do you what do you tell people? Because you manage people's money like you're not even remotely close to the world. You're like, they're not like us running gyms or hosting meets, taking pictures and stuff, anything like that. And Taylor Atwood's like, well, first thing I put on my application is, or what I tell people is, I'm a world champion. That gets them interested. And I'm like, that's that shit I oh, hate. I, say but I, can't say I appreciate the fact that he is a world champion. I appreciate the fact that he is putting our looking out there in the forefront. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But I would that is how people in the world fucking champion. cringe as hell. That is something I would, I would 100%, I would 100% do that. That is cringe as hell. So I would 100% I don't, I don't know if that would be the first thing that i know not people. the not the first thing that'd be like that'd be like down the line they'd be like oh qualified so, qualified qualified and you're a world champion like yeah you know world champion. no because i never want to i i hate talking about myself to people in general you know what i mean so when it comes to like talking about my achievements and my accomplishments like that and shit you know what i'm saying I don't want to, I don't always want to start off with that, with like what I've accomplished and shit, blah, 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 because it could be somebody that literally doesn't know a damn thing about the gym. I can tell them I'm a world champion and they're going to be like, for what? You went to the Olympics uh, or powerlifting? Yeah, yeah. They're going to say something like, oh, yeah. the Olympics, uh, world champion and some Power- other type of party. Powerlifting. Like powerlifting. What yeah. the fuck is that? I, I don't been but- deadlift more than anybody else. <laughs> But specifically so again, those three things. That's another thing that brings up the division is that you're world champion of one federation. You don't even have all of them under you. And he, like, yeah. for instance, that guy just lost in his own division. Yeah, so he he must take world champion off of his resume now. 
Former world champion. <laughs> <laughs> the accolades part is just, I've never been something, just as someone a, to do that. Just send a screenshot of his bio. Hey, bro, you need to edit this. Hey, I, I watch you lose. I think having that as an accolade inherently isn't a bad thing. But again, it, it comes down to people who it's like, if that's your that, is, now, that that's, is their claim to fame. Thing. No, like, they, that is my, this is the only thing I have done. That is your defining point about I love, yeah. That is, yeah. You know, it's it takes away from it because it's I mean, okay, you me. did that, but like, what have you done from that? No, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, being, that that's I'm not I'm not I'm not shade like I'm not shading being a world champion. Don't get me wrong, be like being a world champion, like yeah, that's that's some that's some good shit. Like that's you 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 top you top dog. But what else have you done? Yeah, and like when I say what else have you done, it's like giving back to the sport. Like, like yeah. about Travis, yeah, you're working on his merch right now. It's just funny. I noticed that, that's but crazy. Giving back to the sport, so someone like Rust, world champion, 82 and a half kilograms, right? He opened up a gym, he has a brand, he has provided jobs, he has an entire powerlifting community now centered in Houston. And he can be like, yes, I'm a world champion, but this is what I've done besides that. You know, most times I will criticize you to no end about Rust, because mm-hmm. he's just one of the more cringeworthy people. But when it comes to between him and Taylor Atwood, it's like, what did you do? No, yeah, but the, like even Sean like Noriega coaches that's, uh, hundreds of athletes. No, yeah, I that's kind of hard for me though, just because like with Russ, like his profession outside of powerlifting is also fitness, just like us. Yeah, whereas he's a, whereas he's a, he's a, with he's, he's, with he's Taylor a, Atwood, with but with Taylor Atwood, his he has a day job. Like he can't give back yeah. to the sport like somebody like Russ or like like we can, like. What have we done for the sport? Oh, well, we've opened up this gym. We've built a community in Richmond. Like, yeah. but there's you know, people like, who have full-time jobs, daytime jobs, that do give back to the sport. Travis, for instance, again, bringing him back up. He's going to be like, <laughs> no, no, I'm just dick riding me this entire no, I And so, like, I, I, can appreci- I can appreciate that. But, like, with being a teacher, that gives you certain leniences in your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the whole summer yeah. to, like, you know, like he had, let's just say, like when he opened the barricade, like maybe he took one of his summers off to like build that, establish it, and then, you know, keep it running like while he was being a teacher. Like, you know, like he gets off, you know, school lets out at three or whatever. And from like three to eight, he gets his own training in while he's there. He can also do that stuff. Whereas, you know, somebody that has a day job that doesn't necessarily have those time allowances, like maybe Taylor Alwood's, you know, time off is just him being able to train. Like, yeah. it's just, it's slightly different. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe he could have done more to give back to the sport. And, like, I don't necessarily love him as an athlete and stuff. Like, I think he's kind of arrogant. And, like, you have to be to a degree once you get to that level. But I also think that we need to, you know, give some concessions where, you know, if you have the day job to be able to give back to it and you don't, then you're truly a piece of shit. But if... But if you, if that is your day job and you do well with it, like Russ, like, yeah, like now he has provided all of those things that you already named. Like, clearly he's doing more with powerlifting than, you know, anybody would have expected him to. So it's like, you know, like, even though maybe he's a little cringe, it's like hat off to you. Like you've, you've done something with your name. Like that's, that's commendable. Yeah. It's just the influence thing because it's just they find a target audience and it's if it ain't broke don't fix it it's just whatever whatever works for them whatever gets the algorithm going that's the shit that they gonna do i mean you can't really can't really fuck with what everybody does 
But at the same time, though, at the end of the day, that shit don't, it don't really got shit to do with you. And you can easily just either unfollow or you can just keep scrolling and look past it and just move on with your day and just not let it affect you kind of shit. You look eager. What? Yeah, man. How many uh, commercial gyms has Taylor Atwood gone to? He's filmed a video. <laughs> For four to six hours, plus. <laughs> yeah. How how many people has it taken through his training program? Every angle like, video. Or taking him in Chipotle. That's what I eat. Angle lie. He's done. How many shiesties has he sold? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He's done this shit. Them commercials. <laughs> he is not that. I ain't looked. I ain't looked at. I ain't looked at not one of them that commercial video. <laughs> I've been waiting. Like, this. That's like, a yeah, like, shiesties has he sold? <laughs> that's the most cringe word. Just say it. In in theory, like Russ has done more for Taylor. Just saying. Yeah. Then Taylor, not for Taylor. No, but he's got yeah. nice hair though. That's cool. Looks like a Muppet. I've been saying, dude, Taylor, not right. The accolades being your whole personality is ridiculous. Just like I would never put that on my first thing on my resume. If I'm meeting someone for the first time, they're gonna be like, "What are you into?" or whatever. Sure, like I'll talk about it. But again, I'm not well, boosting my own shit. Like, yeah, I'm a world champion. So rolling back to like cringe shit. If Russ were to put on his resume in the fitness industry, I am a world champion. That's fair. With Taylor, he does something with finances, correct? He basically manages um, 401ks and so, like, bigger hedge funds. It's- yeah, so like you you do finances, essentially. Imagine going to a bank for a job, and they're like, oh, so like what experience do you have? I competed over in Europe, lifted some heavy weights. Okay, well, can you fucking do finances? Well, so that's kind of the... Honestly, though, like, just because I I have already said that I would totally do that, Putting world champion on your resume, it shows a certain level of dedication and willingness to do things that are uncomfortable. And if you have the the actual accolades to like get you the job, if you also are a world champion, that ge- proves that you are a certain type of person that so, maybe that's fine. On You're your talking team. about putting it first. No, so no, that's that's what he so, so he the, says. I think it, it literally, and that's my one bugaboo. Yeah, yeah. So like what you're saying, completely agree. Yes, that's at the very end. Yeah, like, we should be like if, it, if, it, if it's like yeah, if it's at the if it's at the end, it should be like oh, financial man, world champion Taylor Atwood. Please get the fuck and out that, my office. So look in that um fair that's in that episode in the episode of uh Russ podcast that you played yesterday. Um, they talked about this a little bit where it's like, so that shit, the shit that, uh, that Taylor claims that he does, that y'all say he does or whatever, it's not going to fly here because powerlifting isn't really like, I mean, it's here as in Richmond or here in here as in America. It's not like, you know, it's, it's not as big as it would be in Sweden. No, where, no, because, I actually think that I think it's bigger. No, like weightlifting, like weightlifting as a sport, Sean, it's way bigger in Eastern European countries versus like if you go powerlifting in Western guys are agree, Sean. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying like this. They they brought it up on the the Better Take podcast. Where it's like if you get a gold, if you powerlift in Sweden and you get an IP of gold medal. You are royalty coming back. I highly doubt that. I promise you, they treat you. If if it's Russ saying that, I doubt. No, doubt. no, I'm, I'm no. I need to see powerlifting, powerlifting over. No, powerlifting in you know in in in, in Europe, Asia, and Italy. They treat that. They treat it like fucking royalty over okay. there. They um, are a world champion, Mister Westside. Uh, where did Louis get all of his 
weightlifting information and programming from. He brought that shit over from Europe. Wait, Sean, you're saying that, like, it's not, like, America is bigger than overseas? No, no, I said weightlifting, like, the sport of weightlifting is huge in those countries. Yeah. I do not think you're treated as royalty for powerlifting specifically. I promise. You. I think the no, no, weightlifting both, is huge no. there. Both powerlifting, powerlifting yeah, yeah, no, 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 both, no, bro. Both are bigger because than even oh. I mean they could. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently too, if you were going to worlds and stuff like the go- they they say some shit like the government's funding like these athletes to go to worlds and shit. Yeah. I, it's similar don't to like, I guess it's like the world I, I, too. Yeah, no, I, but I'm sitting, but I'm, but I, I honestly, I, I believe it because I'm, bro. When you when you watch IBF Worlds, bro, and this somebody is like a known lifter from Sweden or from France, France. bro. They are uh, going crazy. You also have them. to look at country size. <laughs> like they are much smaller countries. Like when you talk, like talk when you talk about France, like the th- the three, uh, Turbo Tiff, um, Pena, and uh, what's the other girl? You know, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, sure. Fuck, what's her? I forgot her name, yeah. but the three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but the, the, but it, literally the three of them dog, right? They go fucking crazy. You know that they, they keep go France. fucking yeah. crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it all. It just depends on where you are because I think you know. A world, a world, a world champion, a world champion here. And America is only big for, you know, uh, powerlifting, like, for, for you know, power, just like the powerlifting. You know why? People you in, know you, in, in America. You know why it's not big? Some people don't consider it a sport. Exactly. This is true. So, exactly. So, go but, to that. so again, so what again. Your and opinion that, on that? We'll just go around the entire thing. But the question I'm going to ask you guys is, is powerlifting a sport or a hobby? Because we treat hobbies the way that you're about to describe it they treat powerlifting as a sport i'm on the side of powerlifting being a sport wait no i i'm on this side too and you yeah no no, no. i'm i'm asking a like, question short yeah. form answer is what you're asking like yes or no yeah no it's a sport yeah if you don't think it's a sport yeah, it's if, a sport if you don't think it's a sport then that means that you think you suck at this shit really i'm saying we don't treat it here in america as a sport, we treat it as a hobby. It's that no, it's that the it's that division. Yes, yeah, where yeah. you have people that you have you have people that treat it as a sport, and you have people that treat it as a hobby. Yeah. So my big thing, so like we've had a couple of members, you know, join this conversation off off camera on whether or not this is a sport or a hobby, and you know now that we're talking about Olympics, you know, foreign countries competing and all that kind of stuff, like it, powerlifting is not a sport. Why is Olympic weightlifting a sport? It's literally the same thing, just the movements are slightly different. Like, you know, you you still have judges that are saying whether or not that you have completed this lift. Like, there is a standard that you need to hold yourself to. Like, there are rules, and you have to pick this weight up off of the floor or, you know, whatever. Like You are nope. going to be placed first, second, third, yeah. so on and so forth. You are going to receive a medal, and at the end, and that flight is going to show where you placed among your weight class and overall in that competition, it is a sport. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. We, we look, I know that we all agree. It's like, 
I, it's just the fact that people take it as, so we used to joke about this all the time that the times that we have really bad days or the times that a competition doesn't go well man it's just lifting weight we lift them for nine minutes and it's like inherently that self-deprecation and humor is fantastic yeah. yes i'm just lifting weights in the gym that is please a, that makes it so much better for a split second because then it's like you know what why am i upset i didn't get this bench or this squat fuck it i got next week but then when that gets taken too far it is like if it's just hobby you don't care about it then why are you paying 65 dollars? so my thing with that though why are you like, buying this singlet why are you buying these knee sleeves these bars why are you going to these competitions it's like that inherently already makes it more than just a hobby and people take it to the extreme of well there's no cardio output the intensity level is not there and that people inherently don't have the same excitement level and i so always argue against those. or it's not a phys- it's, it's not physical I think it's a very interesting Yeah, that it's not physical. Because I think it's a very subjective thing. Obviously, it's not going to be a sport to everybody. It's only as much of a sport as you make it. It's similar, it's like similar to like the whole, like, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Because, like, a sport is a hobby. But not every hobby is a sport. Like, collecting stamps is a hobby. It's not a sport. You don't need to get your heart rate up for it to be a sport. People doing archery are not doing cardio. But it's a sport. It's in the Olympic. People shooting fucking um, what's the one where they like are doing like the target shooting one like cross country? Yeah, like that one. Uh, golf. Again, it's it's not a high cardio demand, but it's still a sport. You have people like again, like anybody who just likes to do powerlifting because they find it fun, they enjoy competing, but they're not like, oh, I have to do this, I have to beat everybody. They just want to do it for like you know their own personal gain. They might not look at it as a sport, but it doesn't make it not a sport. You know, it's like, you you see what I'm saying? Well, that's great. What creates the division is that you have people who celebrate it. It's like, again, I mean, Taylor, let's say Jesus just did Sheffield, competed for Team America, won it. It's celebrated very highly in our community. It's celebrated across most sport industries. Um, but you didn't see a parade going down fucking Washington Avenue. It's the parade, parade in Summer Stadium. I need you to you say this at parade. <laughs> but that's what people say. Like, it's just a hobby. You're just lifting weights. And it's like, don't diminish that shit. It's a different type of lifting weights. I feel like the people that are going to be saying that, oh, it's, we're just lifting weights for nine minutes, like that is them just trying to like psychologically, it is, it's it trying is, to it like you model themselves. It is the ones that suck. And that's the power lifting. It's also like that. you wouldn't say that about bodybuilding. It's not just lifting weights. Like they, they're not simply they like, say yes, that because definition they are. They have more bad training days than they do good training days. And when they do meets, they either they don't they don't win or they come in dead last when they compete. They fucking suck. I feel like it's also people that maybe just like. You know, one thing that old and, in our sport will say is like, you need to learn about your craft if you want to be successful. And if you're not willing to take the time to like, one, learn about like what you're doing. So like, if you have a coach and you don't coach yourself, like you need to learn about the sport enough to know like, oh, in this block, this is what my coach is doing. This is what my outcome is going to be. Also, also. You have a coach. Also, also. Fucking coach. Also, yeah, also, yeah. also, it is the people that. In high school, 
they either didn't play they just either didn't play sports growing up or they played a sport that they truly liked and they fucking sucked at it and they or and they just didn't play or they got cut from a certain team but then yeah but then because then like on the other side of things like if you did play sports like you know like the emotion that goes into it yeah and i dare you to look at people who take this this you know as a sport and show me that like we don't have emotion and that we don't put like our whole being into like like i want to get better like and has anyone's ever seen Chandler get hyped? Yeah, or like, that shit shakes the building, dog. Like I am not competitive in my weight class, but you, I dare you to tell me that I don't care about this yeah. sport. Like, so my thing is like, do you think it's people who even say they were athletes in high school and or in college where it's like you obviously in college have more of a structured training program where I do in high school I didn't have any strength conditioning at all. It was literally you go out you play lacrosse that's it. But in college, we had 5 a.m. workouts where we're in the weight room. You still had the motherfuckers who said, like, you we're just think, running up and down the field. But that's what I'm saying is, do you think it's people who had that element, but they just look at it as like, oh, well, I was lifting weights all the time, but, like, I, it wasn't a sport. Like, I was doing it to improve my sport, and they look at it like that? Like, do you think that's where people start to discount it? Because it's like, oh, yeah, like, I go to the gym, I'll do a 45-minute, like, circuit on the machines. That's not a fucking sport. It's not, but like, I know. I think it really goes down to the mentality. It's like if you treat it as a hobby that doesn't matter, then you're not going to be good in it. So like the people who don't care, like again, me and you both play college sports. We had the same kids on the team. The ones that make us do more conditioning, the ones yep. that would make us do extra sets because they're late they yep. conditioning or whatever else. They fucking suck. They didn't yep. deserve a scholarship. They didn't deserve to walk on. They're not. They're gonna gonna this doesn't matter that uh oh coach doesn't like me it's whatever so like well, i don't know why i'm still doing this it's like you're the sorry motherfucker that like is making us do this if you don't like it it's just right. run up and down the field and leave i had to stop coming to the, the gym because he didn't feel like doing like laps because you're like why do i have to do this and it's like bro you missed three practices you showed up late three times we were doing six whole laps around the field suck it up and he's like i'm not doing it and he quit exactly like it sounds so that was freshman year. That was like school can fall on training. Like, uh, not even the fucking soft. Yeah. You can't take a little hard work and grit. And it's like, no, they really can't. They're fucking soft. I think that goes, you know, with any sport. Like yeah. you're just saying, you know, like if, exactly. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't care, if you don't care about it and you're not willing to put in the effort, then you're not going to be good and you're not going to see it as a sport because it doesn't mean anything yeah. to you because you're not going to be good anyway. Like, Right. There there is a joke, you know, in in weightlifting where we have our like lifetime intermediates where, you know, like unfortunately genetically you're just not gonna be able to get to a place where you can like set those like high records and stuff. But even somebody that considers himself a lifetime intermediate, I guarantee you there's a lot of those motherfuckers that still care more than a good majority of people that go into gyms. And are still willing to like try and like come and like do what they need to do, and maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but that doesn't mean that they stop showing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. You say, what are we looking at? I'm your boards. Yeah, I have no clue. You just said hour and ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll cut this, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I had a funny question for us actually. Was it the Cavs question? It's not about to be funny. 
Nigga, you're not funny, so that's cool. Can't say that. You. you can't say that word. No, like, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't say that word. Half of this table cannot say that word. I think he's allowed to say that word. Yeah. That was one thing that Sean told me uh, when we did this podcast. He was like, yeah, you should uh, limit the amount of times that you say the word. I'm like, how dare you try to limit me? <laughs> that was that was real white of Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white to make sure we don't make y'all feel uncomfortable say it then uh just because oh, i feel comfortable I, with y'all saying it does not I, mean I, that i feel I, comfortable not saying myself well i'm hearing that shit every day <laughs> stop talking about your childhood every time you say something it's something traumatic bro it's how is that me, traumatic it makes you feel more depressed you grew up somewhere again so sad <laughs> People smoking in the bathrooms. Motherfuckers getting cut. Okay. I also I there there are there are a lot there are lots of people smoking in the bathrooms. Like y'all just y'all y'all need you need therapy. <laughs> I'm need. in therapy. You didn't want I'm me. in it. What's the question? I lost the question at this point. Right. Was it the calves? What are calves? Like the physical muscle on your body, not like the sports team. I would have a question on my calves. Oh, because we were talking about it like when we were setting everything up, how like uh your ball was like, hey, like how do I get bigger calves? Nope. I thought that was it. No. Nope. I was like, that is kind of a funny question. You train them with intensity. Mm-mm. Sean is just blessed with them, but for the rest of us, I got nice calves. You don't got calves like this motherfucker has calves. Better Nothing. Than, better than yours. Uh, false. I have a question. Would you rather drop a 25 kg uh, pound, I mean, not 25 kg weight on your foot, or would you rather have uh, 225, like, pressure chest. Stop. Dog. No, what? Question. First Dog. But how about, how about, how about you just know you how much weight you just said? I'm a, I like that. I'm gonna, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just did how about KG difference. Like. Name your three favorite songs currently and why people should listen to it. Oh, can I look? Can I lose my phone? Why did you do this, bro? Why? You know what you mean. Like, do not play it out loud. No, I'm just looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. What is your three favorite songs right now? Are you serious? Oh, you fucking serious? Clay, you just listened to. Are you about? You literally because you know he's gonna troll. You know he's gonna. Oh no, no, no! I was. I'm actually my like songs. Fuck you. <laughs> I thought he opened TikTok. No. He's gonna play SpongeBob shit. Was... I'll go first. So right now it's Sleazy World, Off the Court. It's John Morant's song. Really love that song. I love Turnstile right now. And it's don't play. You ever know Turnstiles? Really nice little intermediate group. And then I've actually been rocking with a heavy metal song here. That I'm pretty sure it's by Wage War, and it's it's correct. It's called Stitch. Shit, it's going nuts. I love some heavy metal. Every now and then I throw on some more Morgan Wallen. Are you looking for like new songs or it can just be like anything? Just right now we're just like right now it's, it's really scratching that itch. Yeah. Okay. I only got one so somebody else can go. Okay. I'll go next. Um, the song that scratches that itch while I'm lifting right now. Um, also heavy metal called Pure Hate by Insidual. Is that my playlist? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I it really, it really gets me amped up. I will say. Sorry. Um, the the next one, much more velo, uh, mellow vibe, is uh, Lemon Tree by Mount Joy. If you want to, you know... I like a cult. No, no, no. It's like a... It, now is the perfect time to listen to it. It is summertime vibes, like, you know, very... 
you know, delayed. flowy, like thing, things are nice. Jonestown? No, none of that. I literally heard you say drinking some Kool-Aid and my brain went there right away. That was weird. And then, um, last one. really anything that's like you know elder emo like paramore panning at the disco like fallout boy literally literally any divorce dad rock no seriously any (laughs) any anything that is of that era of like you know early 2000s 90s like you you know emo rock like What are you bumping right now? Like, you should be listening to all these yeah. albums. If you say anything from Young Thug's album, that thing's trash. Gonna back to the moon. Uh, gonna fuck you mean. And then Yeet and Young Thug, Margaret's three songs. All right, so uh, mine are all over the place. So first off, we got Colors by the Black Boomers. Love that one. Then up next, uh. Ever since we started back, well, I guess it's going to be done soon, but like Sad Drake Sundays, Feel No Ways, that one just takes me back to a good time. And then Murder on My Mind. You got something that belongs to me. Your body language says it all. Despite the things you said to me. Anyways, that's going to wrap it up with this episode of Controlled Chaos. Thank you again, everyone who helped cut this together. Being behind the laptop filming us. You got Pinnacle. You got Papa Bear Strength. I'm not shouting up to Billy's. Fuck you. That's it. And the way. And the way. And the way. And the